Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, so you may not realize this, but, um, you know, in addition to like podcasts, Facebook, raising kids, blah, blah, blah. Um, I actually spend quite a bit of time connecting with parents and answering questions just about, you know, with things that they're dealing with with their kids and, you know, some some ideas on how to deal with certain things that they've been going through, feeling, etc. And one, well, two themes that were very prominent recently and I just figured, you know, it applies to everything. So um, one of them was this just sense of urgency right like I get that our kids only have so much time in each phase of life and you know being a toddler and being in elementary school and being in high school and going on to college but at the same time like we are so in a rush to get them to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing that I think we could stand to just really be more present and embrace and appreciate where we are right now, where they are right now, and really honor them as they are versus constantly trying to push them into something else or wish they were different than they currently are, right? Every time they get to a new phase, like, oh, I wish this, I wish this, I wish that, you know, my my kid is doing this and I wish they were doing that and, you know, okay, this has been taken care of, but now this has come up and it's like this, always this never-ending process and cycle of like wanting things to be different and seeing all the things where they're messing it up and seeing all the ways that they're falling short and constantly trying to push them into something else and I mean that can really undermine a human's being a human being's confidence don't you think like if you were trying to learn something new and all the person ever did was criticize you and critique you and never acknowledge like what you learned since you first started never acknowledge where you were never like honor like wow look at what you've done today like you've actually got this part down now this is awesome right and they're just constantly okay but this but this but this but that but oh man why did you you know just we it's so easy for us to do as adults it's so easy for us to do as parents especially right especially when it's like okay well you know well the stuff that they do like it's bare minimum they should be doing that of course they should be doing that and why they don't get special treatment for you know doing whatever it is but like it's just it's just this theme that I've been seeing about like, well, but they can do this, so I'm just going to make them do that. Or they can do that, and I know they can do this. And it's like, well, of course they can, but that doesn't mean that you have to make them do it every single time. Like, they're they're four, they're six, they're seven. They may not, I mean, just because they executed it once before doesn't mean that they're going to be able to execute it to that degree every time. And sometimes rushing that and pushing that and just being really impatient in the process is more of a hindrance than a help. And it's one thing to encourage them or give them the opportunity to do things on their own. It's another to get into giving that opportunity and then forcing it upon them and making them have to do it the way you want, when you want, how you want it every time right and sometimes well I'm, I'm trying to make them independent but you can't really force independence 
In fact, a lot of people have found that allowing them to take the necessary time to understand that you're going to be here if I need you, right? There's, there's not a fear of me feeling this because I can get help if I need it. I can get support if I need it. And, you know, nobody's pushing me to be something I'm not yet. And really honoring their timing and their path and their journey and really them when you think about it, right, really allows someone to grow into their very best self. And when you can let them do that in their own way, in their own time, without needing to be in there and interfering and pushing and molding and like just having to be in control of everything, it gives them more ownership of the win when they finally get there. That builds their confidence. Not being pushed off the edge and then sinking or swimming. Even though that's, that's what we often feel like needs to be done. Because we're in such a rush to see them achieve or to accomplish or to get to the next thing or to learn. That we have this really strong need sometimes to rush that process. Or to judge the timing that it's happening in. Or to judge where they are now versus where we think they should be. And that can really, really be... Um, and hindrance and an interference and you know something that slows progress rather than speeds it up the way we think it does so anyway this this idea of just like rushing like parents seem to be in such a rush and it's like have patience I mean if there's one thing that I've really had to grow as a parent it's patience and that ability to actually embrace the journey and to be patient with the process and to trust the process. Like we tell the kids that all the time and then we don't execute. We are not trusting their process. We see a mistake and we're like, that shouldn't be happening. This is going to mess you up. And it's like, we don't see that as a growth opportunity. We don't see it as part of their success. We see it as a threat to their success rather than something that is necessary for it. And it's really hard. It's really hard because mistakes have real consequences in real life, right? And so it's really difficult to see their mistakes, their missteps, their mess-ups, their failures as something that is necessary for their success. We so much want to eliminate that for them. We so much want them to have this perfect path with no mistakes and just flawless. But is that really what's best for them? Is that how are they going to learn? How are they going to really grow? Are we doing them, are we really serving them well by trying to make sure that everything goes perfectly for them and being afraid for them to make mistakes while telling them not to be afraid to make mistakes. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, well, <laughs> interesting. Not so funny because when you're in it, it's hard. I get it. I, and I get it, really. Um, but patience. Patience is, is really helpful to have in this process of being a parent. And then, and then the second thing was just the level of complaining about how your child currently is. Oh, they do this, they do that. And when this happens, they do this. And when that happens, they do this. And I wish they would do that instead. And just the level of, they're just so terrible. I mean, and, and then parents will follow up with them. I'm not trying to make them sound bad. Like, they're really great kids, but... And then they go off again. Da, 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 da. And it's like, do you think that they don't feel that? Like, you're not going to influence your child in a positive way by complaining about everything. And grumbling about how they are and being dissatisfied and upset and frustrated and over everything that they just aren't perfect at yet. Because when they're little, it's going to be a lot of things. How do you think that makes them feel as a person? How do you think that, 
How does that give them confidence to continue learning and growing? I know, it's hard. I get it. I get it. I do. I have done the same thing. I still do the same things. And this is just as much a reminder for me as it is for anyone listening. This is why I have to talk about this stuff so it stays fresh on my mind so that I can execute it better with my own kids and my own family and my own life. Because I, gosh, I, I'm sure that I've been there, right? Where it was everything it was like, yeah, but when this happens and they do this and when that happens and they do that and it's like they should be doing this and I wish they would do that and, you know, there's just all this stuff and then, I, you know, it's like, but I'm so frustrated because they're da-da-da-da-da. It's like, how do I get them to do better? And it's like, well, first stop complaining and grumbling and judging and criticizing. <laughs> Negative negative input, negative attitude, negative mindset, negative perspective is not going to produce a positive result. And it really, really starts with us. So um, yeah, those are just some themes that have been coming up. And that's why I've been kind of talking about that even yesterday, um, how much of the positive changes we want to see in our children and those around us start within us. What kind of attitude are we having about it? How are you going to make a positive impact when you're complaining and grumbling and frustrated and irritated about everything that's going wrong and all of your focus are on, is on the problems and the frustration and the irritation and look at what's going to happen if that and we're all about the negative what ifs. How are you going to produce a positive result like that? How are you going to, how are you going to make a positive impact? How are you going to inspire your child to rise up and to be better and to achieve and to grow and to learn and and thrive and flourish when there's all this beat down going on and sometimes like well i don't ever say it to them directly i okay i get that too right i get that too of course we're not gonna flat out express some of these things that go through our mind and it's not wrong that we have these feelings or these thoughts but how long do we stay there how long are we staying there how much time do how much air time do we give that in our day in our heads you know so those are some things to think about. And again, it's not wrong that you ever feel frustrated or irritated or, you know, upset by something. But how long are we staying there? And what's the overall attitude that we're having toward a particular situation? Because if we really, really want to make a positive impact, if we really want to inspire our children from the inside out, then we have to be very, very mindful of what's going on in our heads, in our hearts, in our, you know inside of us because all of that is coming out is spilling over and so we want the overflow to be you know something good something positive something inspiring something encouraging something supportive something that demonstrates confidence and you know strength and courage not fear and doubt and frustration and worry and all that other stuff so yeah just um wanted to share that because uh it's definitely been um, been prominent in some of the discussions that I've seen, and and I I understand because these you know as parents we care so much we care so much about our children and how they're doing and their future and the the hardships that they are enduring now and the hardships that we can possibly see them going through if and. It's super easy and very very common and I think probably very natural for our brains to go there. We will default there. of the time, I believe, if we're not mindful, if we're not paying attention to what's going on. So, um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks for listening.
Have a great week. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.